Hey, listen, man. I, I knew y'all fuck with me, but I ain't know y'all fuck with me like this. All this negativity that's in this town sucks. And I've been around, and, and, and when Jim Rice was booed, I've been around with Yashramsky booed, and it stinks. It makes the greatest town, greatest city in the world lousy. This is Entitled Town. Welcome to the first episode of Entitled Town for March 2022. My name is Mike Irons. Shaq is here. Mike on noted liberal cuck Mike on Route One is here. And Scartelli is here. We're here to discuss the Celtics retirement ceremony and the number of raisings of the rafters of the great Kevin Garnett. But before we pay tribute to the great Kevin Garnett, it's time for Four Down with Patrick Scartelli. Mr. Scartelli, go ahead. Thank you, Iron Lung. Down one. KG, he passed up the opportunity to go to college. It's like he missed the memo that everyone, and I mean everyone, should go to college. He probably could have, you know, uh, got, uh, probably could have gone somewhere, you know, at least on a partial scholarship. I heard he was pretty good at age uh, 17 and 18. He then could have learned something from those leaders of men, those college basketball coaches, like uh, self-discipline or self-motivation or how to play suffocating defense, but no. Down two. Why always with the salty language, Kevin? Be better. You did help win a chip, but you did not help heal a city. You are not the big poppy. So just knock it off, okay? Down three. Winning a championship gave people the mistaken impression that Doc Rivers was a good coach. Really papered over that. Down four. Letting Peanut stay up that late the night of game six. That's not great parenting, big ticket. (laughs) You're K motherfucking G. You could have DVR'd the game. They had TiVos. You had money. Figure it out. It was a school night, for goodness sake. And down five, because that is his number, his now retired number, making fun of Charlie Villanueva's alpaca. That's probably an emotional support animal, which he needs to deal with that weird hairless thing he has. Makes it look like he's a cancer to his team. That was four downs plus one. Thank you. I'm Patrick Scartelli. Scartelli, good, good stuff. In the honor of Kevin Garnett, good shit as always. Uh, <laughs> Shaq, what would you take? How'd you like the Garnett? I thought the Garnett retirement ceremony, putting in my two cents before I throw it to you. I would be disappointed if Kevin Garnett was never that guy. He always seems like Kevin Garnett is always switched on. He was on. That was, I would say that was the best. For me, it was the best of the modern Celtic retire, uh, number of retirement ceremonies. What did you think? Yeah, 100%. There was a video before the ceremony with fans talking about what they liked about Kevin Garnett, especially his, and I think this is what really made Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett, the pregame ceremonies, the pregame things, that rituals that he would do, you know, the talcum uh, paint when he would do all that stuff and, and, you know, the growl and all that type of things that made him who he was. I think that 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 he he's a guy who is always who he is and he's never pretentious he's never tried to pretend that you know to, to assimilate and pretend that he's something he isn't he's kevin garnett and you can tell that from the very beginning of the uh 
speech where, you know, when, during when he said that quote that you just played at the top of the show, um, I'm, I'm sure NBC Sports Boston's the control tower was, you know, they were shaking their head and literally like, oh, we should have had that seven second delay ready. But uh, it was awesome. I, I think that that it really got the crowd pumped. And it, it re- and I think that it, it, it like you said, it it really made the whole ceremony was a it was a love letter, but it really was just another example of what Kevin Garnett and who he was. But uh, one thing I didn't expect, and I guess this is a, a sign of the times, I was looking at the gift list that they gave him. And among other things they gave him, like a replica of the banner, a framed collage, original paintings, a custom engraved uh, bottle of tequila, which, you know, give me that. Um, the, the biggest thing that they gave him was an NFT gift basket. I mean, that isn't 2022 for you. I mean, <laughs> I think the best part of that for me and our, and our buddy Kevin from the 15 on Twitter made the point that the best part of the, the bottle of tequila was um, Mrs. Grousebeck explained to him in, grus- in excruciating detail what it was while they're waiting for Garnett to get to the microphone. Mike, what'd you take away from uh, KG Numbers Retirement Ceremony? Yeah, I did think it was the... Uh, and forgive forgive this uh i if i'm distracted because you know we are recording this immediately after and that fucking asshole retired unretired in the middle of it so um you know we'll, we'll get to that i assume but jesus fucking christ what a cocksucker um and <clears throat> in honor of garnett we'll be using you know prodigious amounts of cursing here this evening but i, I did think it was better than the pierce um retirement um uh, speaking of pierce i hope uh brian brian dude does not try to climb underneath him for warmth tonight but dear god pierce i love that man he's always my captain um i i hope the the gentleman um have a chance to speak with him this weekend <laughs> and i hope he's doing okay because it things things don't seem great there so uh but you know despite donnie Wahlberg's involvement in that hackery piece written by sean grandy and someone someone on twitter said you could hear you could hear it, his smarmy uh contrived tones throughout it and you could absolutely um, a thousand percent. Oh, yeah, but uh, it, it was really good. And I thought that I thought the Ray Allen uh, reunion was great. That was that was really nice to see that. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I say that now and in my 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 thawing of, of, of hard feelings the last few months has not played out well, given the events of this evening. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, it was really good. And Scalabrini was actually not not as terrible um, as you would have expected. It was good. And I, I, just, I just like seeing that team uh, and how they are still um, they're still so tight. And you saw that too. I think I you saw that with the um, you know, with the 2011 Bruins during the pandemic too, about how, how those guys are so tight. And it's like the same, the same thing when they get back together. So, you know, dynasties are great, but sometimes the one-offs can be uh, can be just as fun. And it was, it was really, it was really sweet to see a lot of it. And um, you know, a lot of the, um, a lot of the guys back. So it was, it was really nice to see them go out like that. It's like they're brothers for life. They accomplished something together, as they said at the start of the retirement ceremony, when KG played his first game as a Celtic in Rome. And then they wound up thrashing the hell out of the Lakers in the Garden in June of 2008. Uh, Always good to to beat the Lakers, not just to beat the Hillary's, but to grind their dicks in the dust. And to your point, and Doc Rivers, my feelings for for Glenn Rivers are fairly well known. But uh, he did say something before game seven in uh, the Staples Center in 2010. It kind of made me think tonight when you, Mike, you talked about all those guys, that bond they'll always have. 
Glenn Rivers said before game seven in 2010 for his pregame speech, he says, when we see each other 20 years from now, when we shake together, let's have our rings touch. And I was, I was ready to run through a wall when they showed that before that game. But speaking of Ray Allen, I was surprised, you know, we had in our thread, the thawing on our collective feelings for Ray Allen. I, I don't want to see your scarts or your shack. Uh, Mike and I, our feelings towards Ray Allen, you know, were, were pretty icy. Um, and it thought an awful lot, you know, Kevin, whatever changed between the 75th anniversary team selection, which when Garnett snubbed Ray Allen, which made my cold, dark heart, even colder and darker and, and better, let's be honest. But, uh, I don't know what happened between now and then, but KG or a magnanimous man. And here's what happened at the garden, uh, Sunday night. Now, I want to say something, man. I want. It's good to see Ray Allen here, man. Real <laughs> Hey, Lord. It's good to see you here, Ray. You next, Lord. And then, of course, the big cheer when Vince Wilfork, uh, shooting guard Vince Wilfork, went over to to hug KG and Ray Allen. That was, it was, it was, it was truly a great moment. I, 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 the Celtics did that, did themselves uh, really, really proud tonight. Scarzi, what was your favorite moment uh, of the KG retirement ceremony? I think just uh, watching the uh, video tributes and then listening to the, uh, listen to the crowd response to it. The, uh, the big, uh, the big cheers that would go up and the, you know, the boos on occasion. That that that, <laughs> yes. that 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 hit it with me. That hit it with me, and I, I'm I'm a little disappointed that uh, KG developed a uh, you know a cure for uh, Celtics Alzheimer's there, with regard to uh, Ray. But it's it's it's, it's <laughs> it was between them, and now it's over. So good good for them, I guess. Yeah, Irish Alzheimer's. We forget everything but a grudge, Shaq. That's uh, that's the dictionary definition. Shaq, I know you're laughing as when we discussed the booing at the guard tonight. So I'm guessing your favorite moment was my favorite moment of the Garnett retirement ceremony. <laughs> and it was uh, a moment, a double moment, because um, when Isaiah Thomas came on the screen, <laughs> <laughs> it's visceral. I love it. It was the crowd just absolutely booed, and it was almost deafening when you can while the tape while the tape was still playing, and then they go back to him again and they boo him even louder. It was it was really good. So I love that whole moment where everybody's saying congratulations, uh, Kevin, and and it's just it was it, it was awesome. I liked it. Yeah, another thing that I liked, Mike on Route One, is that I, Mike Gorman. Mike Gorman's been doing that job for forty years. He's been great as the voice of the Celtics, the voice of Saturday Big East basketball when we were all kids. Mike Goldman th- came out throwing Pedro All-Star Game 99 heat in his open. He, he absolutely killed the open he slayed. But uh, we're going to be doing something towards the end of May regarding the 35th anniversary of uh, Isaiah Thomas doing something for Celtic, uh, giving Larry Bird the opportunity to make one of the greatest plays in the history of the franchise. So I assume that the, the, the TD Garden crowd, and you got to give it up to the Garden crowds are always the goddamn best. They really are. They brought it tonight. The energy in that building coming through the TV was off the charts. But uh, what was what was your favorite part of the evening? Um, well, you, you know, and I'll note about Isaiah Thomas. Uh, of course, they did at um, at Larry Bird night. Uh, they asked Costas uh, asked Bird what they do if, if Lambeer um, was there, and they said we'd probably hang him up there with my number. 
and the place went nuts. <laughs> what, what are the great, of course, it's a, you know, only, only bird would, 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 would get that, that quickly. But uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, that was good. But, you know, I, I did think that the, the Martin and Lewis uh, reunion at the, uh, the telethon with Peter. <laughs> so that makes Paul uh, Frank um uh at you know at, at midcore that that was nice and it, it was it, it, it was great uh to see to see that but you know for me it was uh it was just i think you're right the celtics do it better than it's hard to do you know it's hard to do in in um in in football uh in a stadium like that and it's just it's it's weird and then craft is using um you know the human shields usually the red Sox. <laughs> You know, the Red Sox, for my money, the last time they did a really good one it was was the Ted Williams uh, thing, the Ted Williams ceremony um, in 2002 that that didn't go. It was over the top, but it wasn't like crazy. And then they felt like they had to replicate that every time they did it. They did uh, some kind of ceremony. But the Celtics generally do. it. You know, I, I love the 08 ring ceremony, um, uh, the flag raising ring ceremony that that was done really well. Um, and you know, they, they tend to do the, just the right amount of nostalgia, uh, cheap pops, things like that. And it, it, it just, it feels right. And you're like, ah, you know, and even, even someone like me who likes to, um, shit on the 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 guys that played against plumbers and insurance salesmen, uh, <laughs> back in the day, you know, I do have a, uh, I do have a soft spot for those, uh, for those old guys, of course, um, despite the fact that I would, I would, in my prime, I would have gone for, you know, eight, eight, eight points a game uh, quite easily if you put me in the time machine. Um, but uh, no, I, it, it was, it, it's classy, you know, they do it and it's a very classy way they do it. They did it. And I thought it was, I thought it was fun. Yeah. They, I, I would rank, you know, to your point about playing against plumbers back in the 60s and stuff, do yourself a favor. If you're a modern day NBA fan, there's the fourth quarter of game seven of the 1969 finals is available on YouTube. Oh. Try not to laugh when Don Nelson <laughs> shoots a free, free throw. Oh. I dare you. Oh. Scartelli is the gold standard of modern retired numbered ceremonies. Would you say that's, and this is the guy who didn't even play during our adult lifetimes was Ray Bork presenting his Jersey to Phil Esposito in, a, in the mid eighties and giving up the number seven and switching to 77. Is that the gold standard of retirement ceremonies for, for Boston area teams? Dare I say it's the uh, black and gold standard. <laughs> See what I did there. But that was, that was, that was a the thing there, you know, he's going, well, he's, he's seven, but you know, Borky is seven. So how, how's that going to work out? And, <laughs> and, and he, he, you know, he, he deked, he deked us all out. It's yeah. If the internet <laughs> two, existed, two, the internet two existed. sweaters. If the internet existed back then, we would have known it. But like back then, we were like dumb. I feel like we like there was no like hive mind. We were just like, huh, how's that going to work? <laughs> where does well, Bird Night? Where does Bird Night rank for you, Scartelli? Oh, it, it's 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 definitely in the uh, in the top uh, definitely in the top ten there. Uh, I just uh, there's there's stuff that's. Uh, Stuff that's missing from the uh, the broadcast, if I recall. Let's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> well, say there was it was heavily edited. Uh, Shaq, for some Shaq, you're a little bit different generation than the, the the three of us. So, what what do you think of when you think of kind of the best in retirement ceremonies in Boston sports? What do you think of? Oh man, there's a, there's a, there. I mean, there there for me. I guess I don't know if there are that many that I've lived through. Um, 
But I, all I can say is Big Poppy is the one that really comes to mind because I guess that's uh, the, the one that I remember the most just because I know it wasn't a retirement ceremony, but it's just, it's just, him and Kevin Garnett, they both have that same type of like personality that just oozes off the screen. And that's fair. You know, it's, 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 those are the, those are the guys that I remember the most, not that the other ones that don't aren't important enough, but those are just the ones that I don't that fly off the top of my head. So big poppy is probably the one that is my favorite just because, you know, that's the one I remember. Okay. That's fair enough. Now on a previous podcast, uh, Mike on route one, we discussed, uh, we discussed bird night and they're at their, the list of boss of any professional athletes who deserve their own night um, is very, very short. Larry Bird, of course, is at the top of that list. And, and of course, we had a, a little detente, a little, you know, we allowed ourselves to feel good about Tom Brady's retirement. How do you feel? Let's go from retirement ceremony to re- retirement is phony. This is Raw recording less than an hour after Brady tweeted that he's coming back to Tampa for his 23rd NFL season sick with the Bucks and sick. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, I'm still, I think we're all still processing. I, I think I'm very, very negative on it. I think you make me look like a piker uh, compared to, I'm a piker compared to how you feel. Yeah. Um, uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me for the 37th time. Uh, you know, what the fuck am I doing here? Um, you know, I, I think this has to be, at this point, I can't, I can't do, I can't do the, I can't do this nostalgia again. You know, maybe, maybe when, uh, you know, when, uh, when he's being uh, waked at, uh, at, at Gillette stadium in, in 40 years, um, you know, I'll, I'll feel something again, but what is he doing? I, I don't know. Uh, well, I, I guess I, I don't know enough. Obviously I know nothing. Um, so I guess a power play and he wanted to get traded and they wouldn't. And, so he's back. Is is that it? Wants concessions? I don't, I don't know. But uh, just the most, uh, you know. And everyone, everyone called it. Um, Simmons. Most you everyone know, called I, it. Got, yeah. Hate to give credit to Bill Simmons. Yeah. But you know, maybe he was throwing darts up against the wall, and, and sometimes you hit a bullseye by accident. But Scartelli. I mean, we don't know the full story. My first inclination was to think that, as Mike alluded to, that this is. Something he wanted to happen, whether it was his release or you know a trade to San Francisco, as as California Bill has surmised. What is what has changed in was it six weeks since he decided to have his retirement ceremony and and be feeded and have his own night on NFL Network, and now all of a sudden he wants to come back and it's it it something's off. Well, there was the Aaron Rodgers situation, I suppose. Yeah. It could just be that he's like Paris Hilton and likes attention, but uh, this this just strikes me somewhere between uh, Jay Leno kicking uh, kicking Conan O'Brien out of the uh, out of the Tonight Show uh, hosting desk, or and it always comes back to baseball. Danny uh, A Rod announcing that he was you know opting out of his contract during what was it Game Four of the uh, 2007 World Series. That's when right. there was supposed to be an embargo on uh, any MLB news, but you know, he said, you know, fuck that. I'm a rod. I'm going to do what I want. So is it possible that supply chain issues have raised the price of Botox and shoe polish for him to keep up his appearance? What do you think? <laughs> uh, 
they're, you know, they can probably get it down to Florida. I, I figure they can, you know, they're the, that's where they can get the uh, you know, weird, uh, weird ballots from uh, China and stuff like that. So I don't know. <laughs> Hanging chads. A Del Boca Vista phase two, the condo fees must have gone up. He, Shaq, do you think he's going to use this as a power play to, to get, is it more likely it's more money or he just, would you want to play for Bruce Arians another year? Arians came out a couple of uh, week or two ago saying that, okay, you want to trade for Tom Brady after Jason Light, the Bucks general manager, was leaving a light on for him and speaking in nothing but complimentary terms. Then Arian goes out and steps on his dick as usual. Captain Kangol, uh, not one of the greats. Shaq, what does this mean? Again, we're this news is relatively new to us. Um, do you have any inclination where this is where this might be headed? Because I don't think the destination is tamper as it, as it's, uh, as we sit here now on March 13th. Yeah. Michael route one and I were talking about this before the show. I think that this is a power play move. I think that he cannot stand Arians. I think he wants full control over, you know, I think he wants full paramount control over everything. So I think that <laughs> he, he wants to do something and maybe this is just the, Hey, look, I'm back. So do something or, you know, suffer the consequences from your mortal, but I don't know what that's going to entail, but I, it, it really sucks that my first thought of him coming back wasn't that, oh, great, we get to see another year of the GOAT. Great, we get to see him uh, extend his touchdown records or whatever. Great, we get to see him do all of that. That wasn't my first inclination. My first inclination was, oh, fuck, now we have to deal with Tom Brady's dad and Tommy Curran sucking him off and uh, you know, Tron four news helicopters flying over Tom Brady's ha- dad's house and asking for his thoughts on Bill Belichick and another year of this. So I'm this is what I'm I'm most upset about is that I have I have to hear this and it 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 just sucks because it it, it puts him in Brett Favre territory and I never thought I'd be saying that about Tom Brady but I have to you're because, not wrong because it 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 just puts him in that category where uh, I. Oh, and then Albert Breer with, with the most unbelievable tweet. Go for it. You, you stole my thunder shack. Go for it. <laughs> Albert Breer with, 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 you know, always making it about himself. Not, not, not ever not doing that saying, I can't blame him. I'm not as experienced at it as, as him, but having three kids is definitely a lot of work, especially when you're at home. Well, no one asked you to do the horizontal mambo Breer. nobody asked you to, you know, do the nasty. I mean, you could have, you could have just kept it in your pants, but you have the kids. So now you have to deal with it. And now, you know, Brady has to deal with it. So maybe he, maybe he doesn't want to do that. Maybe he just, football is just a way to escape. And that's what it is. You know, for some people, it's smoking, some people it's shopping for Brady, it's football. So, you know, I don't have a problem with that, but it's, it's just a pretentiousness. I mean, are we going to get another documentary too? Is that what it is? I mean, he's already made yes. three. Oh at God, least, I don't know, least, but yes, I forgot at about least, that. At least, at least, the Tom Brady Channel coming to Xfinity. <laughs> at least Michael Jordan waited at least a couple of decades to make his first one. You know, Brady's that's a, already. Been- that's a great point, Shaq. Our, our buddy uh, Andrew Dice K um, tweeted a couple of things that I bookmarked. One of them, uh, Shaq, you just hit on it. Says. It must guess it must be time to sell some more documentaries and snake oil. And here's the one Mike on route one, the one that really resonated with me. Um, Andrew tweeted, man, I wonder why Belichick didn't de facto put this guy in charge of roster decisions there. That's the tweet. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Total, total, um, 
you know, that, that's something you definitely want in your, um, in your guy making the Ross decisions and, and that kind of indecision that he just displayed shows why that was not a tenable thing for, for Bill Belichick and nor, sh- nor should it have been. You know what it is? It's shades of parcels with craft in the nineties. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's, um, uh, I just, I don't, I, nothing he's been, he has done has made him look better, but I, I don't think it's, this is going to dissuade too many people. Um, yeah. Our, our good friend Shaq here appears to have been uh, at least a little bit come to the dark side. Um, so that, that's, that's good to see, but um, yeah. It, it's, oh, I'm, all, I'm all the way there. I'm all right. There. Good. good. One, of, the hate, us. The hate, One of us. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> By the way, I did speak to uh, to John before the podcast, and of course, he's got his he's got his uh, pom poms on. He's getting out of his number twelve oh. Buccaneers jersey. So, thoughts and prayers uh, to John. John, you're listening to this and you drive back home tomorrow. Suck it, Scartelli. Um, yeah, I mean, where do you stand with break? I mean, are you are you fully over on the dark side now? Are you riding the fence? Uh, how are you feeling? I hate him like poison right now. This <laughs> <laughs> is where it is. We get to live through another season, you know, unless, you know, there's a uh, convenient injury, you know, fingers crossed another season <laughs> of uh, another season of those, you know, half and half Patriots uh, Buccaneers number 12 jerseys and another season of, well, let's see the Buccaneers are one and are, you know, two and one and the Patriots are one and two. So looks like Brady's in the lead again. Yeah, it looks like, it, like we that. can be glad that the the slideshow department over at NBCS takes Boston will have some have some work to do, and, and Ryan Rosillo can go back to doing his Brady versus Belichick scorecard. Um, dear God, Shaka, we we're really gonna have to do this again, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be a constant thing, and I, I'm I'm just I'm just so I'm frustrated with the fact that he misled everybody. I mean, I understand making up your mind, but th- this was a two-month thing where, you know, just Brady specials all over the place. And NFL Network giving him uh, pretty much a whole week of, of, of games and all of that. Just yeah, not for nothing. All of this is for nothing. And I don't know what this year is going to be. I, I, I'm not going to find any pleasure. Last year, I found some pleasure in w- watching it and the year before. But this year, it's going it's, to it's, – it's hollow. It's, it's nothing there. So, you know, he, he can go screw. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so sick of this. Mike, is that team built? Is that Tampa team built to win with a forty-five-year-old quarterback, another of Godwin playing for the second year in a franchise-wide receiver, an older defense, and several key free agents? I'm not going to claim to know their cap situation. That didn't look like a team that was primed to make a run next year with bowing out in the playoffs to the Rams this year. Um, do you want me to say <laughs> that they're gonna that they're not gonna win it and then they're because then they'll fucking win it so whatever i mean <laughs> i i'm not allowed to have nice things or feel good about things so um they'll probably win the fucking super bowl no i, I don't th- i don't think they're going to but knowing my luck they'll, they're gonna win the super bowl so whatever i didn't think oh, they were gonna win the first year either i'm gonna channel uh old board member an old board legend tj and saying regarding the buccaneers eight eight and one here we come. If it'll make you feel any better, Ironhead, I don't think uh, Coach Arians knows what their cap situation is either. <laughs> right. Again, referencing a very Parcelli- Parcelsian, Parcelian of him at this point. So 
Uh, the Brady stuff is is still breaking. Uh, we'll be on it in the uh, the weekend, guys. We'll be on it as situations warrant. Uh, and also, fuck you, Tom Brady, for <laughs> for overshadowing Kevin Garnett's night. That was really for those of us who love Boston sports. And I'm sitting on the couch, and I guess I'll make this my de facto final thought. I was sitting there on the couch tonight watching the Garnett retirement ceremony, and as we mentioned early in the podcast. Those guys have that tie for life. And despite the Celtics losing the game, the, the, the opening act to the Mavericks, there was nothing but joy and gratitude in that building. And, you know, we're huge on nostalgia in this podcast. There was joy. There was nostalgia. There was smiles. There were tears. Got a little dusty. I'm going to admit when, you know, the Pierce and Allen and Garnett met at center court and hugged, they took pictures on the logo and it just it brought back it brought you back to a really good just some really really good times the 08 through 13 the garnet years of the celtics were fun they were intense they always competed their asses off even when garnet they started out 27 and 2 defending their title in 0809 and if kevin garnet doesn't injure his knee on a night in utah they're going to be right there again in 2009 and we all know they three peat they three peat if he doesn't get injured yeah. I, oh, I entirely i completely believable. agree and i you know I, I'll, I'll blame the officials i want to see i want to see if the officials got rings who officiate who officiated game seven in 22 joey crawford had to be in joey crawford there. gasol traveled gasol traveled up up one uh, he traveled yeah and by the way you still give our test that open three fuck him if fuck him for he made it but you, you still leave our test open Every game of that series was a rock fight. Celtics shouldn't have, should have won that series. But uh, I'm off track here. You can tell I didn't write down my final thought. The joy permeating from that building is the antithesis of everything that goes on in Boston sports media. And, you know, we're falling into a morass of negativity, as Ted Nation might say, regarding Brady. The Brady stuff is ridiculous. Peyton Manning had the decency to retire once and be done with. Kevin Garnett had the decency to retire and be done with it. Garnett is is a true, authentic Boston original. I'm not going to let my enmity for Brady overshadow that that tonight. We were blessed to be able to watch uh, six Super Bowl titles. I consider myself blessed to have watched the Pierce, Allen, Garnett, Celtics. And a job well done by the Celtics. And Kevin Garnett, enjoy your numbers in the rafters forever. You're in Springfield. Uh, Echoing the consensus that happened at the Garden today. Thank you for everything. Scartelli, uh, do you have a final thought uh, for today's pod? Yes, I do. I was uh, just going to read off uh, 40 yard dash times from the combine, but I can't <laughs> seem to find my notes. We'll have to do that next, next time around. But if you're, if you're out there, Larry Johnson, W E I Larry Johnson, I hope you're able to, you know, do a cartoon for KG. Cause I, that would be, maybe even you could do an NFT. I'm not, I'm not sure if you know what an NFT is, but you should definitely try. <laughs> NFT, no effing blank. Fill in the blank here on Match Game. <laughs> Shaq, do you have a final thought? Uh, you have a final thought. Uh, and welcome back to the mothership, by the way. What's your final thought? Uh, it's good to be back here. And my final thought is um, we have got to get it together on Twitter. And when I say we, I mean a collective we, because uh, – I've, I've promoted this account more than I would probably should, but uh, at Patriots, uh, Patriots Media Pitchbot is my favorite account. Yes. And one of the reasons yes. why is because everyone else is an idiot 
and it just it just has me you know doing the face palm almost 10 times a day i just can't believe how stupid people are to not know what the account is and what it relates to even though it says it right on the account name it says it all on the bio but people still don't people still reply to it seriously as if as if they're making actual salient points it i mean wow it it it's unbelievable so i i suggest you go there if you want to um, do the same things that I'm doing constantly, just shaking my head in amazement at how stupid people are. So um, go there if you want to do that. You could rename the New England Media Pitch Bot. You could rename that Ben Volan's Editor's Desk or the <laughs> 98.5 Felgren Mass Program Thread. And I, I believe you. Uh, Mike, your final thoughts. Uh, yeah, my final thoughts about, about KG. And, um, you know, I was, uh, he, that team, the 08 team, you know, that, I, I'll never feel like that again about a Celtics team and just kind of a part of getting older. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, and especially a guy like Garnett and, you know, when you're a kid, you, you like, you like the home teams, but there's always a couple of guys from out of town that you attach to. And I was a Will Clark guy, left-handed hitting, uh, left-handed throwing first baseman. I, I like that. So I, uh, plus he wore eye black under his eyes. So he was gritty. So, um, <laughs> but uh, Garnett was kind of really the last guy um, that I was, you know, like a fan of out of, out of town. And I remember reading his name in the back of street and Smith's college basketball preview. I think it must, so it must have been like, like the 93, 94 college 90s basketball cultural, cultural touch yeah. point check. Yeah. And there was, there was Kevin Garnett mauled in South Carolina. This was even, you know, pre, um, pre went to Chicago. Yeah. Well, there, there was, there, there was an incident in South Carolina, uh, a racial incident in South Carolina. If you can believe that, I mean, I know that's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. So, he, so, and then, you know, then he goes to Farragut plays on one of the, I think the great, the greatest McDonald's all America team. I don't know what would compare, but it was with Pierce, uh, KG, Vince Carter, Anton Jameson, Stefan Marbury, um, Abdur Rahim, uh, Chauncey Billups. It was just unbelievable. And so I was always, that was always the guy that I, and I followed him in Minnesota. And when they got him, it was like, you couldn't believe that they got a guy yeah. that good. And just the immediate, uh, you know, they talked about tonight, of course, and many times. So I'm repeating things we've all heard a billion times, but just the cultural transformation of how he played defense, how he talked on defense, and that energy uh, is just, it was, uh, the, that run was was so good. And, um, you know, my, fi- my my favorite Garnett moment, I think, is um, seeing him, well, well a couple. The um, the overtime loss, did they end up losing? I, they, lo- they lost, they lost the triple overtime game to the Bulls in 09. Mm-hmm. They, they, then they had one at home, and I don't remember, if they won or lost someone, there was a three in that series, but he wasn't playing, but he was on the bench and doing that was the, the Ray Allen line. game. You're talking the Ray right. Allen game. Right. Uh, no, that was, that was the one. In, that was the triple OT. This was the one at home where he was talking trash from the bench. He did the finger walk thing yes. to whoever he was, was. Who did he hate on that? Uh, uh, UConn um, uh, looks like a greyhound. What the hell is his name? Shooting guard, not rip Hamilton, JV rip Hamilton for uh, <laughs> Ben. My listen. Keep going. I have. To, if only I had access to a worldwide anyway. web of information. I know. All right. <laughs> Single digit shooting guard for for the for the Bulls. Anyway, talking trash. I love that because that's he was a psychopath and he was ben Gordon. not even playing. What's Ben Gordon? Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
uh, and JV Rich Hamilton, Richard Hamilton. Yeah, I just love that about 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 him that he was such a psychopath. He's sitting there talking trash, like on the bench, gonna get in a fight. But you know, my my real favorite moment is. Um, you know, the start of the, um, the 2010, I, and I have a weakness for, um, for guys that, that have had, kind of lost a step and are still getting by with the, um, you know, with their guts and their, and, and, uh, their heart and that, that, that first two games of the 2010, uh, finals, um, he didn't play well. And I remember, you know, I remember Lou Merlone getting very, um, upset on the radio that Kevin that Garnett wasn't playing better sniff, and, sniff. And, and, yeah oh whoa, 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 whoa. Um, so coming back in, in they had split out there um, and in uh, at game three the start of game three and then they started um, the the preview before the the one of the great intro videos of all time I'm sure you can find it on on YouTube at the garden on the jumbotron they you know they played as we heard tonight in the air tonight with highlights of the old um, of the old um, uh, you know, 80s games, uh, Celtics Lakers. And then they cut to Garnett in the hallway, banging his head on the wall, banging his head on the wall. Yep. And then it goes into, you know, what is the rocket going the distance? And then they run out and the place is just crazy. And Garnett comes out and they ended up losing the game, but he came out and got like an alley-oop, a put back, and then another bag. He scored like, like six points right off the bat, and like the roof came off the place. It was the loudest pop I've ever heard in that building, maybe other than Stone Cold coming out at WrestleMania. Um, but it was, it was, it was unbelievable. And you're like, yeah, he's he's still got it. And you know, unfortunately, they they, they lost that series. But that team to me uh, means as much um, as the 018, just because um, you know they're doing it with their Eddie Harris. Um, yeah. Vaseline balls, you know, and, and getting it with that. And, and that to me demonstrates um, the character of, of that team uh, in those, in those guys and just their ability to fight, to fight through um, adversity and to, to summon things um, that, that sh- we weren't sure if they were there anymore, but um, what a, what a player, what a player fitting tribute. Uh, and um, he will, he will always be, um, be number five, Number five up on in the rafters, but uh, number one in our hearts. And what a player. He belongs to Minnesota, but he's also forever a Boston Celtic. I want to end on a positive note regarding the 2010 Celtics. The 2010 Celtics broke LeBron's brain for several years. Uh, led to yeah. that super team happening in Miami and probably made him a better player in the long run. Um, but the 2010 right. Celtics, hats off to the 2010 Celtics. Uh, we had hey, several... Yeah. Several here, here regarding the 2010 Celtics, Cartelli. I agree. We have several emails. Uh, none are especially mm. pertinent for this podcast, but I do want to hit on one that I, I actually sent in the thread. Uh, Rob from Pennsylvania sent a very, very nice long email. Um, this is the part that I think that applies um, for our purposes for this podcast. <clears throat> uh, the fact that bullshit narratives have festered in the facts is squarely on the shoulders of the Boston mediates and by extension, the fans who allow themselves to be trolled. We're the only ones who can change this, and we do it by turning off our fucking radios and not engaging with these bleeptards on social media. But as long as fans refuse to do this, the only recourse is, recourse, not recourse, is to call it out for what it is, which is why I love the podcast. It's comforting to know that I can tune in for the only hour of sanity I get during the week. So thank you from the bottom of my heart, Thank you for taking all the time out of your schedules to do what you do. 
Uh, Shaq is at Atomic Dog 5150. He's the captain of Entitled Weekend. Uh, Mike on Route 1 is at In This Town 1. Um, that's where you find him on Twitter. Scartelli Sports Drunk Drawer is, is always a must read. And I usually fuck up your name, your Twitter handle at the end. It is at Pat Scartel, the 15net.com. My name is Mike Garns. Uh, Dan and John will be on in the future. Uh, thanks for listening to Entitled Town. And as always, turn off your radios. And we're going to stay positive all the way through. And if you think I'm going to succumb to negativity, you're wrong. you got the wrong guy leading this basketball team. This is for everybody in Soda. This is for everybody in Chicago. VV. This is for everybody. South Cag. Basswood. My mama being there. See everybody right now. Oh, my mama. Oh, my mama made it, ma. Top of the world. Top of the world. Now it's time to add to your resume. NBA champion. How does that sound? Man, I'm so, I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Oh, my.